I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Welcome back to News Du Jour. If you're new here, I wanted to start off with the disclaimer that while we promise to be a calmer space to consume the news, that's not to say that bad stuff doesn't happen. And when it does, we're going to be here to tell you about it and acknowledge its seriousness. However, we believe there's a lot more than doom and gloom going on in the world. And we will report on a range of different topics from entertainment to business to politics to art and fashion and much more. Whatever the top stories of the day are, that is what we're excited to tell you about. We're glad you're here. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to the News Du Jour. I am so excited to tell you guys about the Inauguration Day's events. The first thing right off the bat that was pretty spectacular, in my opinion, was the snow flurries that happened right at the start of the ceremony. It took everyone by surprise and really only lasted a moment, but many felt that this was a sign or symbolic of the leaders who had recently passed on looking down on this event, such as RBG and John Lewis, among others. But for the most part, yesterday's events unfolded without a hitch, which was far from what I had personally expected of the day, I felt there was likely to be violence or civil unrest given reports from the FBI and given what happened at the Capitol building just a few weeks ago. Fortunately, everyone stayed safe and things went according to plan. I'll take it. Like I said on our weekend email last week, I am embracing the boring these days. So here's a little rundown of exactly what happened, followed by who Trump pardoned and also what Biden signed into law via executive order on this first day in office. And I also wanted to end it with what I considered to be some special moments from the day. So I'll kind of dive into those details. Let's dive in. So inauguration day. So where I left you guys off last night was, um, you know, with the moment of reflection at the Lincoln Reflecting Pool. um, And that was to acknowledge all those lives that were lost to COVID. Um, And again, that's where I left you guys off last night. So we'll start with that. And that was a very, you know, somber um, dusk event and kind of kicked things off because, you know, it's kind of hard to have an event that feels jovial and upbeat amid the seriousness of the moment. So they started out by acknowledging that. And then in the middle of the night, Trump pardoned 103 freaking people 
past 10 p.m. Central Time um, because that's when I went to bed and I checked my email right before I went to bed, or at least it wasn't being reported on at that time. Um, But it was likely late at night, and 143 is way too many for me to comb through, obviously, and tell you guys about each single person. But what I decided to do was go ahead and tell you about a couple standouts and then, you know, sort of what the themes were for the other people he pardoned. So first of all, before I get into who he did pardon, he did not pardon the Tiger King. And there was a lot of speculation that he was going to do so. And definitely being from Oklahoma, there are a lot of people here talking about that, but it did not happen. And actually, it turns out that like Joe Exotic had rented a limo, a giant black limo to take him from the jail to I don't know where and so he really thought this was happening apparently too because there's like pictures of the limo outside the jail anyway he did not pardon the tiger king joe exotic but he did pardon little wayne lil lil wayne this is you know obviously one that gets people giggling but lil wayne supported President Trump's second bid for office and has often spoke out in favor of the president. And he had carried a gun on his private plane from California to Florida, and he's not allowed to have any guns due to prior felonies. So that's what he needed to be pardoned for. The next pardon was Steve Bannon. If you remember, Steve Bannon is one of Trump's inner circle members who had actually stolen money from his Build the Wall fund that he started, and he got pardoned by President Trump for that. And then Paul Erickson, I felt this one was a standout because he's kind of like a theme for a lot of the other pardons. So this guy is a conservative operative who has close ties with the NRA. His finances came under scrutiny amid the Russia investigation. So he went ahead and pled guilty to money laundering and wire fraud once they started investigating him. And like I said, the other people Trump pardoned were a lot of executives, um, Republican operatives and lawmakers, as well as a handful of like nonviolent drug offenders. Um, Some of those were related back to Republican lawmakers. Like, you know, for example, Lindsey Graham was asking him to pardon someone in his state, you know, so on and so forth. Again, like I've said in the past, it is definitely not uncommon for presidents to pardon people towards the end of their term. It's actually, you know, something of a tradition, but so late at night and so many people, um, you know, and so many of his friends and like personal contacts definitely was a little bit strange, but that's what happened. Um, He did not pardon himself. I know that was something that was being widely speculated about, but it seems that he did not do that. Um... Or at least we haven't heard about it if you did. Um, Then Trump had a little departure ceremony at Joint Base Andrews in the morning where he said his work was not done and that he will be back in, quote, some form, which, you know, left a few people irked and some people like scratching their heads. It was a little ominous. But I think that he likely meant that one of his children might run someday, you know, some form, meaning like an extension of himself, that kind of thing. He also has now claimed that he will be starting a new political party called the Patriot Party. So we'll see how that goes. 
everything went smoothly for the actual ceremony. Um, as you guys probably already know, Lady Gaga performed, um, JLo performed, everyone was sworn in, but definitely a standout was the Poet Laureate. Um, and I highly, highly recommend uh, checking out her her poem um, and her her speaking the poem, especially don't just read it because, you know, something I've learned from actually my little brother, he is a poet. And something I've learned is that the delivery is actually really important to how the poem can be interpreted and everything. So definitely listen to her say the poem. Um, but it was really moving. And she is, um, I'm pretty sure I read that she's the youngest um, poet to ever uh, read at the inauguration. So that was pretty incredible. But yeah, everything went smoothly with that. And then from there, they went on to Arlington National Cemetery um, with the other former presidents who were in attendance. And they went to lay a wreath um, as well as the president's wives, too. And then Kamala swore in the new Senate members who were, you know, taking control for the Democrats. So the Senate is effectively flipped. Um, You know, I say effectively because I want everyone to understand, like, something when the Senate is this closely divided, it's, uh, you know, still going to be tricky trying to get things done. Because if even a couple people from your party decide they don't like the idea, then suddenly, you know, it's not as easy to get things passed as you would you would think having control. But I just wanted to let you guys know about that. And then uh, Joe went to the Oval to sign a ton of executive orders. So let's go ahead and walk through them. I'm going to go kind of fast just because there's 17 executive orders that were signed and I want to make sure I can tell you about all of them um, or at least mention all of them. So the first one has a mask mandate on federal property as well as for every federal employee. The next one he did was a 100-day mask challenge, quote-unquote. So he's challenging us to all wear a mask like as much as possible for 100 days and just see where that can get us um, in terms of bringing the numbers down. Next, an order that he created um, made the position of a COVID-19 response coordinator. Um, and he appointed someone to that position. The next executive order calls on Congress to extend COVID-19 aid. The next executive order um, was filed with the aim of, quote, embedding equity across federal policymaking and rooting out systems of racism and other barriers to opportunity from federal programs and institutions, end quote. So basically, that's going to take a harder look at the federal government and where those systems of racism are at work currently and get them out. Next um, executive order, he rejoined the Paris Climate Accord. Next executive order, he rejoined the World World Health Organization. An executive order was also done uh, reversing Trump's actions against the environment. These were numerous. I'm not going to get into all of them, but um, reversed a bunch of those. Um, His next executive order reversed an executive order from Trump that excluded undocumented immigrants from the U.S. Census. Um, And then he did a memo directing officials to, quote, preserve and fortify DACA, also known as the Dreamers Act. And then his next executive order was allowing 
librarians, librarians to stay in the U.S. I don't know much about that one. And that's something that piqued my interest. And I may do a little more research for you guys. If it's interesting, I will share. And then um, the next executive order was repealing two proclamations commonly known as the quote unquote Muslim ban. If you remember that, it was early on in Trump's presidency. And then next, a proclamation that will pause the construction of the border wall. And then another executive order clarifying the language of the Civil Rights Act to include discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity, as well as race, color, religion, sex, and national origin. His next executive order was enacting new ethics rules for government officials. So presumably that is a reaction to some of the behavior we saw from President Trump that was kind of unseemly for a president. Um, I don't know the specifics there yet, but that's something else I'm hoping to dive into soon. And then finally, an executive order reversing the quote unquote regulatory process executive orders, which... I will be honest, I'm really, really not sure what that means. And I'm definitely going to find out for you guys because just a simple Google search like really did not bring up any fruitful options for today's episode. And I really want to make sure I understand it before speaking on it more. But that's one that I was like, "Mm, not really sure what that does. So I will dive into that for you guys as well. And then after all of these executive orders, um, they held a press conference, which um, went very differently from recent uh, days. I I watched all the press conferences um, of the Trump administration and at least everyone that I could catch. And um, this was just a very different tone. And they're reinstating the Monday through Friday um, daily press updates, which I'm really excited about because I enjoy watching these things and staying on top of what's going on. Um, so I'm pumped for that. And then obviously that commenced the fun events for the night, like the parade and the celebrating America, quote unquote, events. And yeah, special moments. I wanted to kind of go over what I thought were some special moments. Definitely. <laughs> Garth Brooks running out to me was just so special because he puts on this giant like 30 gallon hat Um, it's a giant black cowboy hat and just runs up the stairs and like you know people noted to me like he had been yucking it up with a with Clinton and like some of the other presidents and like he was like oh no I gotta get out of here and like throws on his cowboy hat and like while this pastor is like trying to talk he like runs up the stairs with his little jog anyway it was funny to me Um, and very him And then um, the presidential letter, this was a really strange and interesting thing because obviously with Trump not attending the inauguration, we kind of felt like there was some ill will there, you know, sore loser kind of thing. But Biden said that the letter, he, he did leave a letter. Everyone expected him to not leave a letter. He did leave a letter and apparently it was very gracious. Biden used that word twice to uh, describe it. And I just thought that was super interesting. And he said, he's not going to say anything more about the letter until he's able to talk to president Trump. So that was like huge to me. And I feel like that would go a really long way to uniting the country and actually doing that. If Trump had left him a really meaningful letter of unity, um, that could really be a positive thing for our country right now. Um, 
So also, this was really, really cool. There was a secret message in the coding on the new White House website. So like as soon as Biden was sworn in, they updated the website to where it was like a new website. But if you dug into the HTML, if you're, you know, someone who knows how to do that in the new site, you would see an actual recruiting message in the code. And it said, quote, if you are reading this, we need your help building back better, end quote. So crazy. Like, it's supposedly geared at helping Biden's efforts to up the country's cybersecurity game due to all of the hackings from foreign entities. So I thought that was really cool. And then I wanted to just reemphasize here at the end that if you watch anything from what happened yesterday, like any of the proceedings, really please like watch the poet laureate. Like she stole the show. She's young. She's going to be around. And what she said was incredibly timely and moving. And like it just it's a tearjerker, but it's also inspiring um, about what America can be, um, especially given her journey to get there. She wove that kind of into it. So it was really beautiful. And she she nailed it. Um, also, I wanted to note for you guys, you may have noticed that Pence did attend the inauguration in accordance with tradition, although Trump did not. Trump was also missing from Mike Pence's farewell tweet, where he included four photos from his time in the office of the vice presidency. And again, none of them featured Trump. So that was a little awkward and further underscored the rift between the two of them since the Capitol riots. And that is it for updates on the inauguration. If anything happens after the recording of this, I will let you guys know in tomorrow's episode. Um, I'm sorry, we've been going long a lot lately. I really apologize. I may have to just update 10 to 20 minute episodes, but I think, you know, we're going to try and bring it back down to 15 on normal days. Um, But a quick COVID update before I leave. I just wanted to let you guys know that deaths and new cases have actually dropped way down over the past few days, giving us hope that the Christmas slash New Year uptick may be over or at least slowing down. The numbers are about half of what they had been recently. So that's great news. And that's the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you with the quote, life is an ever rolling wheel and every day is the right one. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on Apple Podcasts would mean the world to us and really help us be able to keep creating the news du jour for free for you guys. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram, sugarfree underscore media on Twitter, and just sugarfreemedia, all one word, on TikTok. You can also subscribe to emails on our blog so that you get an alert every time we have a new post or an announcement, and that's at www.sugarfreemedia.co. Again, that's sugarfreemedia.co. Our music is by Joey Lavoie and Nicholas Foster. Our cover art is by Hannah Pierce Photography. Our sugar-free media logo is by Catherine Jezik Designs. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour.
broadcasting from. Oh. Oh.